Revocable Living Trust. What is a revocable living trust? A revocable living trust, also known as an inter vivos trust, is a trust that you create during your lifetime and you still have complete control over all of the assets that you put into the revocable living trust. And the reason it's revocable is because you can change it at any time. If you want to amend it, if you want to revoke it, whatever you want to do, you can do as long as you do it correctly with the right legal documents. That's kind of the definition that anybody will give you for a revocable trust. But what is a revocable trust and how can it help you? The best way to think about it is think about it as a bucket. You've all heard the saying, kicking the bucket when you pass away. That is probably the easiest way to think about what a trust bucket is, what a revocable living trust bucket is and what it can do for you. If you don't have a revocable living trust, then your estate plan is probably, well, a stinky bucket. So what can you do? Think of your estate right now as you're living as a bucket. And it's actually more than one bucket. You probably have three buckets. It's what most people have. And let's start with the easiest one. That is your non-probate bucket. Those are assets that are in there that are going to transfer to your heirs no matter what. Whether there's a probate, whether there's a trust, it doesn't matter. A non-probate asset could be like a life insurance policy that pays out to a specific beneficiary or a bank account that is held in joint tenancy or has a pay on death beneficiary. The bank doesn't care if you have a probate or a trust. They're just going to pay out to whoever your beneficiary is. Retirement accounts are sometimes like that as well. If you have a house, you might have it in joint tenancy with somebody else. When the first joint tenant dies, the other one automatically gets the property. And then you can also have a transfer on death deed, which is kind of a new thing in property that we're seeing creep up in different states that you can designate somebody as your beneficiary of your home when you pass away. It's kind of like a pay on death for a bank account, but instead it's a transfer on death for your property. That is your non-probate bucket. And then you can have your probate bucket is what most people probably have and that could include your house your car your bank account all your personal items in your house those are all items that need to be transferred to somebody on your passing so when you die everything in the probate bucket has to go through a probate court down at the courthouse with a probate judge and they have to actually transfer those assets from your personal name to the name of your beneficiaries so that is your probate bucket you can see already that most of you probably already have two buckets, right? You have your non-probate assets and you have your probate assets that will have to go through the probate process. If you notice, both of these buckets only kick in get it? <laughs> they only kick in when you pass away. There is a third bucket that some people choose to have and it's a smart way to plan your estate and that is your trust bucket and that's what we're talking about today. Your revocable living trust bucket. So in this third bucket you can still put most of all of those same assets that were in the non-probate bucket and the probate bucket into your revocable living trust bucket. So why would you want to do that? Well for ease of administration after you pass away and that's the key. They only go into effect after you have died. A revocable living trust, on the other hand, allows you to control those assets while you are still living and allows a successor trustee to also control those assets while you are still living. So why is that important? In all of my videos, you hear me talk about that I believe the most important thing about estate planning is 
incapacity planning. You need to have an incapacity plan in place right now if something were to happen to you today or in the near future. That is what a revocable living trust will allow you to do because you put all of your assets into that bucket. And what I mean by that is you put your house into your trust. So you literally take it out of the probate bucket, which would happen if you were to pass away. You change the deed on the house from your personal name from Sally Smith to Sally Smith as trustee of the Sally Smith revocable living trust. And now that house is in the trust bucket. You do the same thing with your cars. You do the same same thing with your bank accounts. Anything that has a title, a boat, a boat motor, all of those items, if it has a title, if it has a registration, you title it and you register it in the name of your trust. Why is it so important to have this trust bucket and have all of those assets in there? I've already said incapacity planning. If you were to become incapacitated, your successor trustee would simply step into your shoes. Right now, you're kind of the CEO of your own life, right? You have control over all of those assets that are in your revocable living trust bucket. But if you were to become incapacitated and you've placed everything into that bucket, then your successor trustee simply steps into your shoes and makes certain that all of those assets are taken care of. Maybe you have a rental house. If it's your personal house, are the bills gonna get continued to pay? Whatever you are doing, your successor trustee will simply be able to step into your shoes. And if you need health care, your successor trustee can work in conjunction with your health care power of attorney to make certain that your assets are used for your benefit, not for anybody else's benefit, but for your benefit. That's one of the keys of having a revocable living trust is that it provides very solid protection during incapacity. Because if you don't have a revocable living trust, you probably don't have all the other documents that come along with it, like a power of attorney, a living will, HIP authorization. And that means that your family is probably going to have to go down to the courthouse and get a guardianship to take control over your assets, to take control over your health, mind, body, and soul, and get you the treatment that you need. But if you've done proper estate planning with a revocable living trust centered estate plan, you will have all of your assets in the revocable living trust bucket and your trustee and the other fiduciaries that you have named for healthcare will be able to work together to make certain that you get the protection and the care that you need and that you want and that you've specified explicitly to them. Another great benefit of having a revocable living trust centered estate plan is in that bucket, you can also put assets that are in another state. So let's say that you lived where we live in Oklahoma and you had an asset in California or you had a ski house in Colorado or maybe when your child went down to Texas for college you bought them a little condo to live in or maybe you bought yourself a condo so you could go visit them. <laughs> in either case you can put those assets into the name of your revocable living trust. The advantage of having it in your revocable living trust bucket is that if you were to become incapacitated again your successor trustee could take over those assets in Texas, California, Colorado, wherever they are and seamlessly administer what needs to be done for that particular asset. And then when you pass away, your successor trustee for death can also have complete control over those assets because they are titled in the name of your trust, giving them control over that asset. And if your trust says sell everything, then they can easily sell that property as your trustee. The key here is also the next benefit, and that is that it avoids probate. If you have all of your assets in your trust, in your revocable trust, your heirs will avoid probate 
probate when you pass away. And that means, going back to the out-of-state property, that if you have property in Texas, Colorado, California, Florida, wherever it is, if you have property in those states, but it's titled in the name of your trust, then your successor trustee does not have to have a probate in Florida for that condo that you have, or in Texas for that land that you have, or in California for that vacation house you have. Wherever that property is, as long as it's in the name of the trust, your successor trustee will have control over it, and they will not have to have multiple probates in different states. That's a huge advantage of having a revocable living trust. I know I've thrown a lot at you today, so that's why we've prepared our free guide on estate planning. I'll put a link to it in the description below and in the comment section below that so that you can download it and get started in the right direction. And to help you out even more, watch this video up here and this video up here. If you enjoyed this video, then guys, please smash that subscribe button and click on the like button. And also click on that little bell so you'll get notified every time we post a new video. Have a great day and an awesome week. And as always, thanks for watching.